Two Friends Super Show brought to you by Portuguese Cornbread. Have you had some today? Have you been to Portugal? Have you Don't, stolen? Corn? Have you stolen th- from Portugal? Do you have a parasite? Do you have a venom? Hello and welcome to the Super Friends Super Show where we talk about superhero movie news, comic books, and those things. I am Sean Dwyer, once again joined by Sean Brennan, Adam Patterson to talk to you about the nerdy things that we've been up to the last couple weeks. We do a weekly show, sometimes it's weekly, sometimes it's bi-weekly. Who knows where we stop, um, we we are stopping here to meet up, to huddle, to recap the last um, week or two where we have, since we've been together last to talk to you about those things. We're very excited to reconvene. Gentlemen, how are you guys? Buenos dias. Como estas? What have you guys been up to? Anything? Uh, bacon any, bread. Anything to report? Just good. The, the yeast will rise. What, Literally what, baking bread. What, 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 what kind of bread? Uh, Portuguese cornbread. I'm trying to perfect my recipe. Yeah, so we have been apart for about a week or two. It's a, it's the summer, and it is wreaking, the heat is wreaking mm. havoc, as we discussed in the last episode on my AC unit. The liquid gold seems to be holding up and getting cold air circulating throughout my house. Everything is good on my end, and uh, we're planning on maybe demolishing our deck because we can't be bothered to upkeep it. And I look at my deck now, I'm like, oh, starting to, to warp a little bit. Damn you, summertime. So that's what I've been up to. Bread, Sean Brennan. Not bread. Not bread. Kind of jealous, though. Like, I, are you using a machine? Is it by hand? What is this? Well, I, I do use a dough hook on the KitchenAid. Okay. Um, so, you know. A dough but hook. A dough hook. But I am I am learning how to, We're like, have to re- like re- last the week. the advertisement at the beginning. Brought to you by dough hooks. <laughs> <laughs> last week I did... Um, Homemade English muffins. Yes. And and then this week is uh, Portuguese cornbread. Are you opening up a bakery? No, I just adore baking. Are you? I like I like yeast. I oh. like the smell of yeast. You're a, dating, uh, you're, a, you're a baking spectator. I'm a baking spectator. Sometimes you do amateur baking. You know, I'm, there there are I'm there are some now. there are some people in life that like to like to participate and yes. run. <laughs> I I like to sit on the sidelines and. Watch those people. And get into trouble. It's like pro wrestling. They tell you not to do it at home, and you do it at home. Right, exactly. You're you not know. a professional. Leave, have, you don't I've, like to leave to the professionals. I have burned my tongue and yes. my fingers on multiple occasions. Indeed you have. Adam Patterson, Sean Brennan. Oh, I'm so happy to be back here. I, I have just been bursting at the seams to talk about these things that have been happening over the last couple of weeks. Today, we're of course, we're going to hit all the superhero movie news that we missed over the last uh, since we last convened, and also what rumors have been driving the internet fanboys crazy and what things we've been up to at, at the hobby lobby is this new segment we'd like to call it so superhero movie we news sued for that super rumors in the hobby lobby are we christian I'm differently though oh I I'm not. <laughs> i i like i i've gone to churches and i've looked at them and like my skin does burn it I, definitely does i worship odin you, yeah, and that's that's fine. Everything we are all accepting here at the Hobby Lobby, lobby spelled I E at the end. Oh, so there you right. go. Oh, that's so much better. Distinction. So are, much better. We are definitely in the clear. First thing I want to talk about, of course, we just saw, just refresh our our minds, our, our imaginations, our our comments that we wanted to make. Venom uh, released his third trailer, and Tom Hardy. This is of course the Sony vehicle. 
something Sean Brennan, you astutely pointed out as, as we were watching the trailer. It now says at the beginning, the title cards, it says in association with Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Not just Marvel like they used to do with uh, with Fox and Sony when they do their Marvel properties. They would just say Marvel. Now it's very much like they want to try to keep this at arm's length. Marvel Studios, listen, this is not us. We don't want, we, if this is a tremendous bomb, which it will be, yeah. uh, we do not no. want our brand tainted by this. So, I mean, it, it will make a good amount of money the first weekend, just like every superhero movie will. And then we'll figure out how bad it is right. after nice. you and I have talked about it extensively because they're both like, is Tom Hardy still doing another voice for his own character and Venom as a character? Or is it just <laughs> him really just reliving his days as a Second City actor? actor? Sorry. Has, did he actually, was he part of Second City? I was no, saying, are not, you serious he was part of Second <laughs> not, not City? Not Funny enough, you blew Adam my Anderson mind. was a member of Second City. I was. I am. <laughs> I, I am. I am. a carrying member of Second City. <laughs> Do you well, get I a have, card? I, no, I, I have the certificate that said I did their program. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> it's better than, than I have. <laughs> when I have my, my amateur improv pro- comedy nights here at the Dwyer House, I do not get a certificate <laughs> for completing my evening. I, I, w- I will come over here with a pin from here on out. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll say good, good. That's way. That, that's the way that you show your uh, you you intimidate people around the Dwyer House. You point to your pin. Oof. Right. It's, it's just like Disney. You know, they give that's out right. pins for each thing you've been to. Oh. You know, kind of so like a Boy Scout sash. Exactly. That's right. It's a Disney. But sash. much more intimidating. Much more anti-Semitic. So we saw this trailer. It's been out for about a week or so. This is the third one now. Yeah. It's a weird-looking movie. Uh, the the first people were kind of. Didn't know what to really make of the first one. They didn't show very much of the Venom symbiote at all. Symbiote, you mean? Symbiote, whatever you want to pronounce it. Tom Hardy, I'm sure, would have his very different uh, interpretation of how it's always doing weird voices, Tom Hardy. We saw now this third one, and the first one was really strangely received. This one, we we saw a lot of the Venom symbiote, symbiote character. And what did you guys think? Just... Initial I thought it was fantastic, and but I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I I do not think it will be. Are you I, a big fan of Tom Hardy or Venom? Both, and I okay. do not, and I do not think it will be a total bomb. I think it'll be a decent movie, but I think the way that everybody's poo pooing it right now, it's going to it's going to ruin it. So even even if it was a great movie, it won't get the acclaim. It'd be like Super Troopers, you know, like a year later, everybody's like, "No, dude." That was amazing. Just like Anchorman. You know, same same right. sort of deal. Too much hype. Exactly. Too much negativity beforehand. Exactly. It, yeah. It's it's gonna it's gonna ruin it. And right. and people are gonna believe it, and then all of a sudden they're gonna show it. I I, I think it's gonna be a decent movie. I think it's gonna be yeah. a good movie. I don't think it's gonna be an amazing, but I think it's gonna be mm-hmm. good. I think it's gonna be fun, and I'm a huge fan of Tom Hardy, so I'm totally a fanboy for it. You know, like I'm curious how much they they spent. I'm gonna look this up really quick. How much they actually spent what the budget was on this Venom on film? On the movie because, or the marketing? Uh on well <laughs> on the movie, I mean how what they spent it on on the movie in general then well it, putting it out of the theaters you have to do a you know almost double the whatever the cost was to make the film i yeah. always feel like this would have been better served because you're gonna get so a lot of negativity and, and heat from the fanboy community because this is in association with marvel and not marvel studios and it's a weird character and it, it this looks kind of off the beaten path as far as like the superhero movies that we've grown accustomed well, it, to it, it, maybe it, they should have gone out to on like a digital service as opposed to being a full scale theatrical release well hold on tom hardy does not do <laughs> tv he does he, he does one he show does TV. He, does, he does one show on tv that's yeah. taboo and okay. he writes it with okay. his which, father which one taboo no he, little, did, he, he does he does project. another one which what he does pinky blind or peaky blinders 
Oh, he does that too. Yeah, he's he's Solomon. He's the uh, he's the Jewish gangster. I've only seen. I've only heard about that. <gasps> I know, right? I've been Fantastic. told that there's a scene where someone takes off their hat and murders a bunch of people. He does. That's why they're called the Peaky Blinders because they sew razor blades into their hats, and so that that way they can take them off and use it as a knife. So yeah. it looks like sounds it, great. It's amazing. Sounds so great. Venom, it looks like around forty million. Okay, forty. That's how much they they spent on it. It that's, looks. It looks like that. This okay. is. They're they're saying that's that not too bad. Um, the it could be around forty, or it could could be. I'm it's looking. not. It's not definitively released, but it okay. is. They said the the budget is efficient. Triple A Marvel. Okay. Um, okay. So whatever that means, but it is going to be mm. an or they're aiming for an R. I don't know if they I don't actually think it gave got an one. R. It didn't get an R though. Um, so I mean, forty million is a little bit more than say they spent on the the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. So yeah. that's the budget. That's really a modest budget. So maybe they're hoping this movie kind of exceeds expectations. And in that case, if it breaks hundred million, you're almost you're almost breaking even at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm, they would have spent hundred million. Plus, you would you would really have a yeah. perhaps a bomb on your hand. So it's I'm, I'm kind of curious well. because if you look at the trailers, though, it looks very dark. It reminds yes. me a lot of like Tim Burton's first Batman, where everything's very muted and grays and so on. There aren't a lot of colors. Everything takes place yes. at night, yeah. and if it if it does take place during the day, it's usually under some sort of like cloudy skies or or fluorescent lights. What worries me here is as I was looking for what the budget was on this Venom movie's Wikipedia page, the production uh, chapter section of the wikipedia article anytime you see a production chapter section that is very long <laughs> that is a film that is kind of having some issues fraught with problems, fraught with problems when yeah. you have a very very extensive production yeah. segment of the wikipedia page oh. so it, it hopefully right with the budget that low i think they were kind of like hedging their bets yeah let's not spend too much on this one because people i think are kind of mixed on going out to see this property and right. tom, but tom hardy is a star so i think they're yeah. banking on his name the fact that they well, got him I to think, do this i think what they're doing is they're gonna they're going to keep following deadpool right so deadpool was it had a very small budget, mm-hmm. raked in a bunch. Wolverine, smaller budget, raked in a bunch. Both yeah. rated R Wolverine characters. Wolverine or Logan? Logan, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. Just want to make sure we're, I'm so we're sorry, the same Adam. Thing. I know you're just, you're eating your bread. How you're, dare you're, you? You're, you're writing down the recipe. You're doing a lot of math. Now he's doing a lot of A lot of sciences here, and I'm so sorry. Thank <laughs> you for doing this. A lot you're of welcome. forgiveness. You're welcome. But yeah, I think that's, that's what they- That's kind of been their I, formula lately. I think that's what they're doing, because- Meaning low- and and then some, well, some and then scoring high. I, yeah, so I think they're taking these characters that are just more. I w- I, I want to say lethal characters, mm-hmm. lethal antiheroes, right? And they want to see more what they can do with them. Characters. Exactly, because right. th- this whole thing. I mean, there's what seems to be almost three different symbiotes. Symbiotes. Yes. Yeah, so in this trailer, let's get into the plot really quick from what we could see in this trailer. So this is. What actually gets me about this trailer is this plot seems very generic. Yeah. And that's why I'm not... It's very cut Adam and is, Adam is, is interested in, to see where this goes. You you have very much an open mind. But me, I'm I'm kind of really on the fence it, as far as whether or not I'm going to... I'm going to wait to see what the first reviews kind of look like because the plot looks like a very generic... There is this evil kind of guy this evil is like oh the the human body has outlived its usefulness it needs yeah. it is only a vehicle right now and yeah. it needs it needs a, something to evolve the humans and the the the, for the better good of, of humanity and that's he ends up developing this this venom type of uh, 
parasites, symbiote, and I guess there are a number of different symbiotes, yeah. and it's behind this one and this 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 one villainous type of guy who's just trying to evolve humanity against its will. And I'm like, oh, I'm no, <laughs> okay, I'm, but, I'm gonna have a hard time with that. But let let me let me just put this forward. Yes. Do it. That's the plots of most movies. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna but say they're very upfront with it though. Right, I, I know. I'm not, but they're also upfront. They're they're literally that is literally what the guy says in the opening trailer. So it's not like ha we're going to obfuscate this and make it seem like this is a um a villain of nobility and he is he is out to be uh, what's it called emotionally vulnerable yes. or 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 what something that? of that nature. I mean, I I. I'm kind of a hes- I'm a bit hesitant when it comes to this because this seems that they've taken the the big action right. step forward. I think it's going to be kind of it's going to be half run of the mill sort of here's your standard backstory of an alien and a guy who's just so getting is, the truth. Is Venom an alien in this one? I mean that that's what it seems like. It seems like hmm. he's it's he's an alien. Uh, I mean, that's the easiest way to do it. Or they created something. I would think that almost it's he's based on what I was, I'm seeing in this trailer. Of course, I haven't done, you know, I will admit, a ton of research about this film. It seems like their interpretation of, the, of this Venom symbiote is it's something developed in a lab. Yeah. I don't know if there is an alien tie well, it, it's uh, To me, it's either they've, it's an alien or they did an ultimate Spider-Man and yeah. created it to help cure can like well, I, yeah. like help cure cancer or help mm-hmm. cure I mean, break bones because what you see in the Venom trailer is that Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy's character, is actually broken right. and the Venom symbiote goes on, kind of fixes his limbs and contorts him back well, to like shape. One, he is he has no problems walking. Right. He is a journalist. He is a uh, he's a reporter in this one from some part in New York. Some, from some I part, I still don't know he's where. He's got a really strange accent. It's almost Christopher Walken esque, where with his highs and lows, he's he's he has kind a really of. strange Christopher Walken type delivery when he's just walking around being Eddie Brock. And and I understand that he also does the voice of Venom in this. Yeah, if, if that's true, they've definitely done a smog deal to his voice. And made it kind of, made Smog it much lower. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they they've made it much lower and added a very liquidy effect to it, mm. where everything just kind of sounds like it's bubbling. What do you guys think of the, of the Venom voice? So the, I like the, it personally. I, I I think it sounds. It was easier for me to understand the the Ven, the Venom voice. This most recent viewing of this yeah. trailer that we watched just now, I was able maybe because I knew what I was expecting when I was trying to watch it, just sort of like at work. I'm like, what is he saying? And it seemed like he. They chose to keep very long uh, scenes intact in the trailer where yeah, he's like talking that, to the like guy the in the grocery one. store. Yeah. He, it goes on for a I, that's a three and a half minute trailer we just watched. Yeah, I think I think that end scene is just a bit too much. Yeah. I think I hope that's only just like a fun little yeah. we shot this. It's not in the movie. There it is. He's talking weird stuff to some guy. So I'm going to eat you, and it goes on for a I'm long going time. To, you're going to be a piece of poop in the street, blown by the wind. It's interesting. It's there's going to be a lot of di- weird dialogue in this film between the the villain, who's basically just going to be going around just kind of giving big speeches and take, taking vials in his hand, just looking at them, just yes, <laughs> Clo- this, closer as it like is, moves in there, yeah, yes. yeah. just taking just taking things off uh, off of shelves and just and, and just admiring them and just observing them as he's giving his big speeches and I'll be curious suits. I'll be curious to go back and rewatch the Spider-Man animated series of the 90s and see how Venom's voice is in that compared oh, okay. to what it is now because yeah 
as far as I remember, that was a lot clearer of a voice. I think they're going for like the cinematic bad guy, a little, mm-hmm. a, a little more unhinged, a little un indistinguishable, kind of like some of the words. I think it's just supposed to sound more intimidating than it is supposed to be understood. What do you guys think of the effects? The the Venom, the they way the Venom suit looks, the way that he, yeah. when he transforms into Venom. No, I, I, I think it's A+, especially because it, it almost... Because the budget's low, so you, you have to kind of take this with a grain of salt, the fact that they only had so much to work with. And it looks pretty good for a $40 million budget. Well, I'd say I'm, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily because... Uh, technology has advanced so much where mm-hmm. you know cgi has been decreased but at the same time right. it looked the cgi looked really awesome where where it was almost like a scale that was being moved back on the on the face so yeah. it was it was like it, it wasn't it wasn't a single symbiote it looked right. like almost like a small you know a grouping of uh, amoebas or whatever you know small yeah. small creature-esque things that would be flapping up and down and so on well almost like nanotech where it's yeah. like you kind of see each individual individual thing before it comes to the whole piece yeah that's the the cross face type of uh look that they revealed at the end where you can see half tom hardy half venom yeah is was an interesting effect how it kind of peels itself how the venom face kind of peels itself back to reveal half of tom hardy's yeah. face i didn't like the effect where he goes straight from tom hardy to this to the venom symbiote where suddenly he just starts shaking and then he's wearing the venom symbiote well i mean symbiote. i don't yeah i don't know if that's going to be it's how it effect. works okay I'm, i think that's the beginning of it where it's it's he it's the first time he has a symbiote because right. that's when he's in the mri machine mm-hmm. if i'm correct no, it, it is it is because it there was a later part where you see the symbiote slowly taking over him did you just say symbiote? We Symbi- don't know. Symbiotes. We're going to have to. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go to Ox- OxfordDictionary.com. I refuse this episode again to have to <laughs> go in America, sir. I know. And have the electronic voice read it out for me. We created English. Symbiote. I don't know. That's fine. I don't know. That's fine. No, but I, I think that's supposed to be like him dealing with the mm-hmm. internal sort of struggle. Okay. I mean, so it's more own- of, of a internal visual representation of what's happening to his body on the inside. I mean, my only issue is that you see a lot of like him, he's riding the motorcycle or dirt bike or Mm -hmm. whatever. And he's in between the two cars and this, and the venom symbol comes out and just like crushes the two cars. Yes. Um, it's weird to me that it looks like it just comes out and it's, it's a part of the clothing Right. And because uh, he still seems like he's sweaty in all those scenes, like he's super sweaty, doesn't know what's going on, and really Ooh. afraid of everything. Can you imagine what it's like in the while wearing that Venom symbiote, just how slimy and uh, well, the only thing is that like I, I want to take a bath right well, now. He's not he's not wearing it though. Well, yeah. So after a while, it, it becomes a part of him. Like it becomes yeah. his clothing. Mm-hmm. He can do that, but it doesn't seem like that early on that it's a part of his clothing. So so in my mind, because it's always been like he tears out the clothes, like yeah. in Spike stuff, it just looks a little weird. Where does but, the Venom symbiote live when it's not being Venom? Is it like inside his skin? Yeah, where does it, it where's it, it's it's a, think of it like a second skin. It's just oh, okay. Un, it's, it's inside like of, under okay and this it's comes out through blood, his pores. On his skin. Yeah, basically. Oh, oh, Pretty much. Oh. You okay? Ugh. You okay? I don't know. I don't know if I would see this movie. I haven't <laughs> enough time with ants and Ant Man. I don't oh, want do you really? the idea of something sliming you out see? of my skin and, and making this, me all This slimy. is why the story. This is why the movie might not do well and has nothing to do with the story, <sighs> CGI or it's anything. Grody. It's, it's grody. It's texture. Like texture. Texture. Like <laughs> yes. Well, I'm I mean, gonna have a problem with that. Well, I mean, he, it, it's always been portrayed as 
inky mm-hmm. in, in a sense, yeah. like yeah. especially with what looks like Carnage. I think at the end there, like he's always had um, a very inky flow to his body right. where it's like he has a lot of he does a lot more spikes and a lot more tentacles than Venom does. So you're going to see, obviously, a symbiote versus symbiote battle at the end. I think they're hoping that this is going to be their Spider-Man. Because right now, they don't have full control of Spider-Man. So they're no. hoping that Venom they will got. be their their good, it. you know, their their version that they can now turn into a, a good guy. And well, he can be their version of Spider-Man who fights. I don't know. That's And I think that's an excellent idea like you know what what can we what character has enough uh goodwill that we can turn into maybe a, a profitable yeah. uh spider-man like character well it, it's and i think that works i think it's going to be very if if it works well it's going mm-hmm. to be very lethal protector where he's right. like he's on a bus trying to go from city to city doing good but i i really wish this story wouldn't have would have taken that 40 million dollars and st- it seems like it's more of an action story mm-hmm. as opposed to like, like a character-driven. Yeah, it's, right. as opposed to a character-driven story, which Logan was. Right. Like I would, well, I would have rather have seen a more Logan-esque sort of take. Because on we don't him. know this character. I think you just have to try to get the butts in the seats. I don't think you have people are invested enough to. But people sit also, down and get to know the man. But people also hate mm. origin stories, though. That's yes. the thing. Yes. Th- that's the other thing. I think that this is. I think we're really getting down to the core of what I, makes I, I humanity honestly, and I, why it needs to evolve. I really think that they didn't need to do an origin story. They could have done a story where he's like, it's like three years ago. Mm-hmm. This happened. He he's on the run, trying oh, to reestablish himself and place to place. Kind of what they did with Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, he's already Spider Man and he's already flipping around. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think you're do right. a I think what, you're right. what was it? History of Violence, but mm-hmm. add a add a symbiote. Yeah, this one really. Ooh, I like that. Even add Vigo Morganson. Morganson? How do you say his last name? Morganson. This person who's just trying Morganson. to re- he's trying to live a, a normal life, just being a reporter. The, that life of just murdering people with his tentacles is behind him. His tentrals well, is yeah. behind L- him. L- like the idea yeah, like of like that. trying to control what's inside of him while still trying to do good. Like I, I think that would be more interesting. I also think it'd be more inter- more interesting to do. Well, I just love the idea of um right. the uh, agent Venom with Flash Thompson, where he worked for the government. So you had a, a guy who was a jerk who's still just yeah. trying to do good, and he's going on like missions for the government, and you know. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm good. I'm very I don't know very much about the Venom character, and I haven't had a lot of interest over the years. I, to me, this type of interpretation of uh, of the Venom character that's going to be depicted in this film seems like a very similar relationship to Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Yes, I guess uh, more I, visceral. I think at the beginning of it is, um, right. but I don't know how they're going to balance it. I I definitely think it's not going to be anything like the comics with their relationship because. You had a guy who was already angry, becoming bigger and more angry and stronger. And I think you're going to get a guy who's just trying to, like, plug it out, trying to be a good reporter, trying to get the sources. And then he happens to get something angry inside of him. That's right. That's right. Make sure you get your sources, get your facts. Right. That's important. That's journalism 101 right there. And uh, that's that's great. And I'm excited about where this is headed. And I maybe there'll be a fourth trailer that is 20 minutes long. Oh, my I God. It's wait. half the movie. Half the movie right I there. do have a question for everybody. Yeah, yes. what's up? If this were to happen to you, would you accept the symbiote? Of course I would. Or would you say nay? I would accept it all in all. You'd break all my video game controllers. I'm just trying to play... <laughs> 
I'm just trying <laughs> Let's to be play. honest here. I have very delicate controllers, and it's breaking all of my little joysticks, all the analog sticks. There's no way I could just sit down and I play. Mean, question. Is it is this like Venom in the comics where there's a whole planet and there's a god now, like a Venom god? Like, no, it, no, is I that just, it? Or just like in the, from just the movie? Contract a, just, just, just contract straight, something. Just straight up. I mean, even, even the comic books, it started off as just being a symbiote and yeah. then they evolved the storyline of being like, oh, there's a planet. Oh, there's yeah. multiple. And so yeah, I'll take it. So, so let's, you let's know just nothing do about the, that. Yeah, let's yeah, just start off from the beginning, that. which is yeah. you get a symbiote like Venom. Now, if Done. you were to get it, would you be a good guy or a bad guy? I'd be, I would be a guy. I don't. I don't define myself by your morality. To be man. a bad guy with so the venom a bad symbiote. <laughs> whoa, whoa! It's easier to go out and cause destruction and stuff than to like sit around and wait for things to go down, and then you have to go and save the day. It's whoa. easier just if I only have fifteen minutes to kill. I'm like, all right. Instead of sitting around with my police blotter or whatever, waiting for something to go down. It's if I have 15 minutes, I'm just trying are to go. Saying, I'm causing destruction 15 minutes, and then are you saying you're, the, better you're the firebug that starts the fire, and yes. then you're also the firefighter who comes in? And oh, saves that's the an day? interesting. Uh, take. That I guess I could that cause you? the problem, then solve it. Yeah, there you go, and then and uh-huh. and you're your own PR press. <laughs> that's true. You know, yeah, that's right. Don't have to take I photos press myself. I just a, fires. As, right. as a reporter. Um, no, I would definitely take it. Of course I would. Would you take it, Adam? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd take it in a heartbeat, and I would be the villain that the world needs. I wouldn't know what to what do. What does with that, that mean? Well, I I feel like the world needs a villain. Um, this isn't wrestling, Adam. I no, 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 already, no, 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 no. I think we already have one, and his last name is Trump. We already have. We have enough villains, actually. No, 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 no. A we villain the world heroes. needs. No, no. I, again, because it's it's perspective. Because yeah. he came in and middle America was like he is my hero. Right. So so let's let's show the world what true villainy is and and in doing so will demolish most of the one to five percent of the upper economic scale and we'd have some fun along the way i would at least i don't know about oh are, are you gonna give us a taste of it are you gonna give us a little taste of the symbiote you're gonna give us a little a little, little, little tasty taste i wish i could a little, little something i could take on the weekend to i really wish i could the most i could give you is coffee it's the closest i could come see a lot of great conversations and discussions happening as people walk out of that venom showing in, in october having these types of discussions yeah, right what, I, if, if you were a hot dog would yes. you eat yourself would you eat yourself it's a great question yes um i guess my only two questions are is um are we how many characters from spider-man's universe would we see in this and are mm. we going to see web slinging swinging i um, doubt it for 40 million i d- Although I did hear that they're planning on doing a, a Silk uh, movie, which yeah. I don't know if they're going to do that in the MCU necessarily because Sony still does own. I'm not sure if, if, if Marvel Studios is trying to get that Silk movie made or if this is Sony still. It seems like a lot of Spider family. So you wonder if maybe if that is their plan, maybe they will hint that of, of Silk being part of this universe if this is so it could be a symbiote she, I, I guess i don't know but still she started to do without peter parker so we'll see where this goes also uh, last thing I'll, I'll say about venom before we move on to the next thing i want to talk about as far as the news is venom backwards if you extend the the uh, the, the the bottom of the v mm. and make it a y is money spelled backwards did you know that it's funny uh so let's move on to the next thing i want to talk about which of course is Guardians of the Galaxy three, we it looked like that was I think the first film that was going to be that was announced by James Gunn several months ago as far as being 
as far as being confirmed and having a release date, essentially, in Phase 4, now there's a lot of questions. And we talked about it on the last show as far as James Gunn being in hot water due to some tweets that he made in 2008 when Twitter Which, was first getting going and getting fired by and subsequently getting fired by Disney. Let's all remember his, his how role. old he was 10 years ago. I, all right, we did discuss this. We, I, like, we don't need to rehash yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, whether or not he I'm should be saying, forgiven for those comments. I'm, but I'm just saying, like, if you're, well, what was he, 50 years old 10 years ago or 40? 40 or so. So at this point... In the, in the week or so that has passed, you've had the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy come together and make a shared statement saying that they support James Gunn at this point. And not, stopping short of saying, especially Dave Bautista, they have stopped short of saying, if he is not part of this, this film and rehired by Marvel, Disney to re- take the reins of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, that we are boycotting this and we are not going to be part of it. You have... So you had the shared statement showing yeah. unity behind James Gunn. You have now Dave Batista, WWE's TV's Batista, also known as, coming out and saying, hey, if they don't use the script that James Gunn developed for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, you know, not him still directing, we understand what world we live in, then I'm not doing this. So that he is stopping just short of that line of if he doesn't direct this film. So he's really kind of putting Disney it depends now at this point now that James Gunn is not involved in this project do you use anything I guess there is a script that he's already developed for this film I would assume as much that if Dave Batista is you drawing could. such a line in the sand saying, I mean you could there, there's no reason to not use that script right but if you are trying to, to whitewash com- yeah completely just walk away you right. take out the plot like the right. big three big four plot points and then you just have someone rewrite it right. I mean Marvel has no problem switching out directors and writers. Oh, yeah, especially directors. They and Especially earlier on in the MCU, exactly, they were just swapping exactly. them out. Like, they were just... I, I don't think that... Things um, you would swap out on a normal I don't, basis. I mean, they could they could scrap Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and still keep chugging along. Sure. They don't need it. That's true. That's I true. Mean, you, this is a bonus type of property for them. Yeah, the fact yeah. that they got two solid movies out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Out of a garbage <laughs> property, yeah. That's yeah. They're right now. They're in just bonus time. That's absolutely right. This also, although it seems like Dave Bautista and I, and I assume as much, other members of that cast are going to give them a hard time if Disney decides to completely go in the in another direction and decide to essentially reboot the Guardians of the Galaxy and go yeah. in a different direction. If they decide to kind of go on that path, you know. The- this we'll see. this could be the first time that yeah. you might see an actual Marvel character die. You, yeah, you could at the end of Infinity War Part Two yeah. wipe out all of them, right? Replace them with like a new, a, a new Captain Marvel, not a new Captain Marvel. Well, they've done that in the comics. Yeah, in the well, comics, yeah. they've they've had different Star Lords. They've had different members of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you had the Thing, and you had Agent mm-hmm. Venom at one point. I'm just saying that. I think they are betting on the fandom to care that much, and mm-hmm. I'm unsure if the fandom, at the end of the day, will care that much. Right. Because they may make a stink about, like, oh, we didn't like what they did with the character, as opposed to, we didn't, we, we're not going to do it. Because they're going to see right. the movie. The movie comes out, they're going to see it. There is not, I, I doubt, going to be a full boycott, boycott if they made a... Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with brand new cast, brand new everything. Are you surprised that the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 
they they made a shared statement that they didn't go as far as saying, listen, if you don't rehire James Gunn, because these are big stars. They've already made two films. What do they have to lose that they didn't say, if you don't rehire him, we're not doing this film? I mean, this... Are you surprised by that? By that act of not going that far? Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm not surprised because... That's, that's a, those are a lot this is of easy powerful money. actors. This is easy money for them, too. <laughs> so, like, none of these actors actually... They don't want to rock the boat. Well, they... This is their moneymaker. Like, yeah... Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper has been in a bunch of films. Nothing as big as this. Right. Um, everyone else has been a part of things, again, big, but not as big uh, as this. Ah, uh, no, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, Jurassic World money. I guess so. Made a bil- you, like you, $2 billion. You got me. You got I'm sorry. I just ignore those films because they're terrible. And Dave Bautista is body slamming cats for a living. Literally Still? cats. He's Still? adopting them. He's bringing them to their home. Getting that those cats to love him and then turning on them like a heel with the steel chair shot to their back, not heads because he understands the long term effects of delivering a head an unprotected headshot with a steel chair, but still he wants to let those cats know who's yeah. boss. And I mean, who's the evil person living in that apartment. That sounds I, about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly don't think that Marvel like I, they didn't take that step because they know that if they did take that step, that's millions almost. Yeah, like nary a billion dollars close to what they would make. But they have a ton of leverage, though. But I, they those do. are big they stars do. with nothing to lose because those guys are set up. They can, you know. But Marvel, Chris but, Pratt can go on and do whatever the hell he wants. But Disney has nothing to lose either. Disney can just pick Decide. up another thing. Yeah, they can pick true. up another Here's, thing with another director who's more than willing to take up another franchise that no one cares about, and boom. And plus, with them having the ability to buy Fox and buy. Um, yeah, they're not hurting for properties because no, they. No, they're not. One thing we didn't report on because it's a, it, it was a foregone com- conclusion. The Fox Marvels Disney merger did finalize, so now they officially have those characters: the X Men, the Fantastic Four, if you want them. So right, they are not hurting for yeah. properties because now that yeah. that merger officially went through. Yeah, they so, don't need it. I think. But case in point, okay, e- even if. I mean, basically, they they would be doing a last stand, right? Yeah. And even even if I mean that's heroic and all that other stuff, but let's face it, you're not you're not going up against Warner Brothers. You're not going up against like um, a single producer. You're going up against Disney. Exactly. And it's not it's not it's not like <laughs> oh I'm going up against Disney for for a single property. It's these that company releases how everything. many how many yeah. movies do they release? How many TV stations do they own? That's true. And, exactly. and all and all of a sudden, you know, they're they're not going to be like. We're done with you, Disney. Well, we've just cut off seventy five percent of the possible acting jobs from here on out. Yeah, because because yeah exactly. They, they can't exactly. Do that. There yeah. is no reason that I, they okay. will not do that. They will not do that because Disney is too powerful. They may again be like, oh man, that I know Guardians of the Galaxy three. It was really tough to do it, but we found a good director and found a good good script. And yeah, maybe there bo- is bo- bo- some, bo- bo- some stuff going on behind the scenes. Maybe there have been just internal discussions saying, you know, listen, we just need to let things blow over with James Gunn. He will be back. We we're going to bring him back into the, into the fold eventually. You, you don't. You maybe don't there even have been discussions to. like that. Well, you don't even need to because James, like James Gunn, now has Disney clout. So James Gunn could even open up his own small move. Like he doesn't need Tromaville. He can open up his own Tromoville. He can buy Tromoville. What is Tromoville? Oh, my God. Tromoville is super low budget. Do you remember Toxic Avenger? 
I do. That was a Tromaville film. It was. It's cheesy. It's over the top. Mm. It's it it's like really slapsticky grindhouse. I just and, recall the they were really high in James Gunn not too long ago. Not to no, not no. to cut you off, Adam. Uh, it, let me. They were really high on James Gunn a couple years ago, basically giving him the keys to the galactic universal yeah. side yeah uh the intergalactic universal side of the marvel mcu yeah so that is that's not just a direct that an interchangeable director like they've had in the mcu this is a person that they were essentially going to give the keys to to really develop his own side of the universe so the you th- just pull back you just pull back but i don't think they, i don't know i don't think they're going to i think eventually they there, there must be internal discussions but that they are going to bring him back in the fold into the fold sooner rather than later i think that's why you don't see a little bit i i, I guess there is the, of course the political ramifications why these these actors aren't coming out saying listen we were throwing down the gauntlet here as far as choosing not to do this role, unless they bring back James Gunn, there must be some internal discussions. I would imagine that you know, listen, hey, we can't do, we can't bring him back for this film, but he will be back because they were really hedging their bets on James yeah. Gunn leading them in a direction going but, forward. But they have Captain Marvel coming out. James Gunn is not leading Captain Marvel. No, so you have that part of the entire other side of the universe where you have Captain Marvel. But he was supposed to be. Yeah, he, he Godfathering that side of the universe, which would include Captain Marvel. But I mean, you again, you can rein it back in. You see how good Captain Marvel is. You see how good that those those directors and writers are who are part of that and a part of everything else. And then you could you could be very quick acting and very reactionary and be like, these are the new guys. These are what they're doing. Right. Or you can scale it back. You'd be like, hey, uh, we lost James Gunn. We're we're going to stick to it. We are Disney. We own this. We do what we want. God, who are they saying that? Who are they saying that to? To everyone. <laughs> oh, it, it's Walt Disney's corpse being propped up with a megaphone, and whoever owns Disney is screaming that through his corpse. I'm not a part of this. <laughs> I'm not a part of this narrative. You want to act now. Adam wants to act again. Adam's just like, I'm just eating my... Uh, my bread. I'm He's just got some my bread great acting English jobs. muffins. He doesn't yeah. want to lose his... Guys, I was, I was upstairs toasting my bread. What, what happened? I didn't... <laughs> I was making... I was making... I was not own. even here for the last 20 minutes. Whenever you start talking about Disney, that's when I left. Adam just came back downstairs with like a Mickey Mouse mug. He's like, oh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Love this company. Please, I want to work. He's been making his uh, peach cobbler jam. That's right. Yeah, the last exactly. half an hour. Exactly. He's gonna. Uh, what? I got some Mickey Mouse Kool Aid upstairs. We'll Ooh. be good to go. I, I smell so many things coming from that kitchen. I think. Adam. I think what James Gunn needs is he needs a redemption. That's it. Mm-hmm. He needs. He needs to set the fire and then save the kitten. Yes, and then take a true. picture of it. That and is that's, true. That's the only way that he's going to walk back <laughs> in. <laughs> it's, just, it's always sunny. This right yeah. now. That's right. That's right. Right. Um. I mean, honestly. I haven't seen this much support for someone yeah. saying or doing something that people find awkward and somewhat deplorable since people are like, Woody Allen's still, he's still a good director. We'll, we'll keep Well, that's we'll why I think the him. natural progression would have been one of these act these actors, cast members to come out and say, listen, unless he does these films, we're not doing it. Yeah. So I'm surprised that, was, that, that didn't carry out because that seems like, right, a lot of support for James Gunn. The natural progression would have been, hey, we're not continuing with this franchise unless he's brought back. But that didn't yeah. happen. No, no. That be, again, like Adam said, they own. Yeah, that's so like it's very it, complicated. It's not even just Disney and Marvel. It's mm-hmm. all their subsidiaries right. that they own. Because if you get blacklisted by Disney, 
you good might luck as well just become for a Dave Batista as a yeah. robot farmer. Well, I mean, and we, we also have to think about there, there are a couple other things in the fact of, okay, so you have the political ramifications right now. Yeah. Uh, in this, this, I'm not trying to equate me to as to MacArthur communism, but at the same time, it, there is, there's a lot of pressure to hunt and weed out any sort of predator or, uh, or anybody who takes advantage and uses their powered money to take advantage of people who are in the industry, mm-hmm. who are who are actors and actresses. So this is sort of you know it's it's the time frame, and this might he might be a casualty of this for he, whether or not he's deserving of it. Again, it, it's it's part of the political ramifications because let's face it, you know the a lot of these. Um, a lot, a lot of the bad things that happen, you know, within the Me Too, so, so like, you know, sexual assaults and so on, there are probably people in Disney, in the higher ups, who've either experienced it, gone through it, mm-hmm. or whatnot. And so they're taking this very seriously. So there, there might be some sort of, uh, let's say personal backlash. It's, it's one of those like, uh, self-help things. You know, if, if somebody cuts you, make sure you don't bleed all over your family and friends, heal your wound first before going in. So if, if somebody was hurt because, um, somebody else had taken advantage of them because this, this is, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s in Hollywood, where it's just coked up there. I'm sure, I'm sure some people in the higher ups remember, man, I am not, you know, I have the chance to save people and I'm not going to let that happen. And James Gunn is unfortunately just part is, is being lumped in with, with, uh, post Rosie O'Donnell, like things that you say on the internet will haunt you and will cost you jobs. So it's, it's a dark, unfortunate part of screw in. I just want to say that. That's true. That's true. Let's change gears a little bit. Let's be happy again. To something to a a bit of a more hopeful topic, a hopeful story. Guys like Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the reports are now that he's coming out and he is going to be a lead, a a, a very integral part of a upcoming Star Trek um, series where he's going to be reprising his Jean-Luc Picard character. Is this the TV or the movie? For TV. I don't think TV. he's... Oh, I don't think okay. Jean-Luc Picard's going to try his hand at, t- at at the movies again after... I don't see why not. <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> Let me ask... I, 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 say this, I say this without watching any of the movies. You're a little bit younger than what? me. So you didn't I've, watch any of those Star Trek never, Next Generation never. movies, boy. Some, never of, some of them are good. Tom Hardy got to start Nemesis. Nemesis was not a good film. It was okay. Yeah, we all take those roles. It was roles. okay. It was we okay. all take those roles. <laughs> we got to start wanted, from somewhere. got to keep working. got to keep working. Yeah, that's right. So th- this is not going to be a, be a film. This is going to be Jean-Luc Picard, I assume, 20 years later after the events, the last episode of... I thought Star Trek The Next Generation, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't it end like at the end of time or did they go back in time to the present day? Didn't Adam? <laughs> wasn't like... It, it didn't it start where they, they were... Now, 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 now you're making me question my realities. Hold on. <laughs> Do you remember I, how the last I episode feel like of this Star is Trek a mandala effect and I'm being like, you know, yeah. catfished right now? You are. I thought um, I saw, <laughs> you are. I thought I saw the last episode of the Star Trek Next Generation. This would have been like 20 plus years ago. Though. We, so now maybe we have I'm to misremembering watch them. it. But this one's supposed to take place now. 20 years later after that. But I thought like that episode ended at like the end of time, Wait, essentially. But isn't there already a Star Trek series going yes. there's there, there are there are several star trek series this going one, on right so the one you're talking about enterprise 
is that, is, it, is it Enterprise? Or am I thinking of another one? Is, is no, it, that's that's with Scott Bakula. This um, this, this one is, is called. Uh, now I'm forgetting what it's called. Whatever um, it's called. Yeah, we know what we're talking about though. It, Discovery. No, it's great. I it don't. is called Discovery. Discovery, yes, right. Discovery, and that's that's sort of like the beginning of the Federation, right? And so it takes place on the Klingon Federation War. It takes place during. Right. That's the closer to the uh, to the to the Kirk timeline. That's this all is sounds like a whole bunch of nerdy shit that I expect. far in the future. The next generation. It follows right. the next generation. This, this is, follows. This, this continues. This is the fourth the next iteration of the Enterprise. Right. Okay. I think so the fourth. Twenty years exactly. after the last Love episode it. of Star Trek: The Next Generation, he is going to be reprising Jean Luc Picard. Where do you think he? Do you think? Th- oh come on! This, he's. I, I. Well, first off, he had an amazing. I, right. But I, I love Jean-Luc, so I, I totally Oh, he was great. Where do, you, but, where, do you, where do we pick up things with Jean-Luc? Well, well, first off, I mean, it's Patrick Stewart re- had a great statement that he mm-hmm. released with regards to, you know, being a part of the, um, the universe again and being like, you know, I didn't think this would happen, especially because we've had two or three other series. I've never been brought back on. I've never been asked, you know, all this other stuff. But I love my cast. I love my friends. Uh, but I, I could see him being an advisor like an admiral and and all of a sudden like the captain of the ship um like he's like he is a uh he, he becomes reprised as sort of the the general archetype type of thing versus a ship captain he's he's now in charge of more and and maybe you know things go wrong and he has to uh you know Janeway himself so all of a sudden he he's you know he becomes an admiral and He's he's in front of an armada and then the armada gets destroyed or something happens and so he says okay, I got the ship and now I have this desperate mission to go running after because that's that's very standard Star Trek esque when when you talk about you know um, standard story fare that's basically Star Trek always. So yeah. I'm looking it up really quick. All Good Things Part Two was the finale of Star Trek Next Generation that aired in 1994. I'm just looking, uh, after convincing all three crews of an anomaly, danger to humanity, Picard discovers that he has made a potential fatal error. So um, I'm just, as I'm, we're kind of going through this, I'm going to see if I, if, I thought everyone died. No. Yeah, am I, okay, so I must be wrong, because I'm hearing that this is taking place 20 years later, but I'm remembering it different. I really hope they don't do this thing that they've been doing recently with these, with these characters 20 years later, for example, Luke Skywalker, where he's a hermit. More... Well, he's like a hermit. Yeah. Um, you have also, also um, Spock was, yes. was marooned on his own planet and he was discovered. Self-marooned. Self-marooned. Yeah. Some either marooned or like self-exile, like Luke. I hope he's just not doing that. I don't know. I you would... know, I, I, that'd be great. I would, I would love him to, you know, be a, be a person still in the fight. Right. 20 years later, still in the fight, still in the thick of it, still fighting, you know, the good fight. I got it. He's a bar owner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talk about self-exile. Cliche self. He's he's in Florida. He owns a bar, and the universe is in trouble, so the government comes down and says, we need you back. Because that's how three-fourths of the movies from the 1980s start. Jacksonville. Him and somehow Bruce Campbell own a bar together. Bruce Campbell is running around. He's the carefree guy. Right. And John Luke Picard just cleaning up, doing I, his thing. It sounds like the I'm, I'm reading through the, uh, sorry, but I just, I have to figure this you out. Have to, I, I understand. Go ahead. Do it, please. I, I guess the last one was dealing with multiple timelines happening simultaneously. And that was a sure? result of, that's what I'm yeah, reading. Yeah, the anomaly. Okay. <laughs> and the anomaly. Uh, re, that was the result of Q intervening. And Oh, you mean like 
the right wing conspiracy right that's, now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's sorry. What I mean. Go on. And he, and Picard accurately solves this this anomaly, whatever. And Q's like, all right, hey, you did a great job. I, we had a great run, didn't we? And it ends with a poker game, and he joins his crew in the poker game for the first time ever. Isn't that death? Are they in like a white room? They they are no. It's it's a real it, poker game. It, it's oh, it it's is. like it's like an allegory type of thing of oh look now they're all you know they're dead but they're not really. Um, but yeah, so he he goes he goes and plays like, poker with time data. periods yeah. happening at the same time. Okay, okay. But you have to remember there are movies after that. So right. so like yes, that's so true. like the the TV series didn't you know oh look everybody's dead. Okay. No, it's there were movies after. Are they going? Right. Do you think they're going to cherry pick what they want from the movies? Absolutely. Oh, sure. Why not? Okay. Why not? Yeah. So I guess they resolved uh, the the timelines and they yeah. returned to the. The, the present current timeline at the very end and things continue i have a very different i was just what talked, are you i was watched up mm-hmm. on just breakfast cereal mm-hmm. i didn't know what i was watching in 1994 when did this come up 94 94 no, 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 no. what time you're, you're not like alive 11 o'clock 11 o'clock 11 a.m <laughs> jesus who has this Didn't sort they, of time these, for such heavy these stuff play, new episodes played at like 10 o'clock yeah, they, they play they play at nine ten o'clock and for oh, like a right. Wednesday or a Thursday. It was I crazy because I I remember randomly when I was really Seen good I get to watch it with my dad. Yeah, me too, me too. Yeah. I think it was like Thursdays or Fridays at eleven o'clock at night. The new episodes mm. of Star Trek: The Next Generation would be on. It, mm. I don't know. Sure. And somehow as children, again, I was four. We so. were polishing off our Starfleet badges and yeah. staying up and watching it. I I remember once the Buffalo um, Science Museum had a. Only once. Had, Only once. Had a Star Trek fest, and I was like, <gasps> Never oh again. my God. Did you go? Too much I did. Down. Oh, boy. I did. I nerded out, and I was, oh, man, that was great. That was wonderful. I was embarrassed afterwards, but I loved it. So, very exciting. Uh, a, great, a great story, I think, for Star Trek fans. Right now, there's some kind of uncertainty. Kind of the, the bloom has kind of worn off the rose, or however that saying goes, on the J.J. Abrams verse with Christopher Pine and the reboot yeah. of the, the movies. So the bloom has kind of come off the, the rose as far as that. So this is a, might be a good shot in the arm as far as another kind of untouched part of the Star Trek lore, the Star Trek Next, Next Generation, which really fell on its, on its face with Nemesis about 15, 20 years ago. I'm glad that enough time has passed where, you know, Jean-Luc Picard is being allowed to reprise that role. Maybe they'll continue things. I, it seems that they are well, with that yeah. Star Trek Next Generation timeline. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they, they've developed and built their, they've developed and are building the canon for the history right. that led up to the next generation. Now I think they're going to make, okay, what happens after the next mm-hmm. generation? Cool. I think it's, that's awesome. I think Jean-Luc Picard, uh, is, is my definitive captain because they were having new episodes going on when i was still a child and could watch them at 11 o'clock at night after doing some horrible just chores around the house to be allowed to stay up that late and and if jean-luc ever died i would i would leave before Riker took over oh do you think Riker is gonna be back with his weird oh god well i don't i mean Riker. Well, the um, the actor, the was, actor. What's his name? Uh, uh, Jonathan. What's his name? Uh, but anyway, I mean, there are he so many tears he, flowing right now. <laughs> he, he became a uh, he became a director for like the last yeah. two seasons. He 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 like started really taking the reins behind the he was, scenes. He was he. I remember he was actually trying to become the director of Star Trek Beyond. He was actually campaigning to become the director of Star Trek Beyond after J.J. Abrams stepped away. Oh. So he's in the fold. Maybe he'll direct a future episode of this Absolutely. continuation of Star Trek Next Generation. I don't know even know what this 
series is called? Is the only thing I know HBO? about that. Where, where's it going to be at? It's probably going to be on the CBS digital plus network where Discovery is right now. That's okay. this third digital uh, streaming platform. Probably. Oh, yeah. I, I hope someone makes reference I know. to I hate that thing. Green Room. Hmm. That'd be great. That would be great. Have you seen that movie? I don't know what Green Room is. Oh, man. Patrick Stewart is the head of like a weird like neo-Nazi group. Oh, my. Wait, and what? Yeah, Green Room. Never seen it? No. It, you would love movie? it. Yeah, it's a movie. Oh. Don't let the kids watch. Do not let the kids watch. No, they, they watch everything with me. We we actually watch. <laughs> they watch. I've been watching a lot of Al Capone, a lot of history of that. And I also watched a few minutes of uh, Cannibal Holocaust before I got too Some tired. Strange anime. My 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 three year old still asked for Thor. Good. Thor Ragnarok. That's she, not too well, bad. She, she calls it. Um, what was it? Um, Rockman. No, no, no. It's it's like uh, she she goes. It's Thor, but she used to, what she used to call it. She used to call it fire fire dude because uh, the what's his name the guy the fire guy. Uh, she loved him. Ryan from the Absolutely, office. Absolutely, yes, him. <laughs> she loved him, and and we just watched the Lady Ghostbusters um, yesterday. Ah, the Lady Ghostbusters. The Lady as, Ghostbusters, as, as they like to be addressed. Right. <laughs> ah, the Lady Ghostbusters. The women. <laughs> Ladies. It's not. It's not the Ghostbuster girls. The last bit of business that I would like to get to before we jump to the rumors section of the next segment of our show, as far as the movie news, there has been some official responses given by the Avengers official Twitter account. There was a question asked by someone in the Twitterverse. I don't know enough about it, and I don't dive in very much. Hey, what's going on with uh, with Red Skull now, now that he's no longer protecting the Soul Stone? Is he still on that weird planet thingy? And the response is interesting. They said the Red Skull is free to leave Vormir. I'm not going to try to repronounce that. I'm no, gonna no, move you're on. right. I, th- I think it's Vormir. And he is also free to pursue his desires for an Infinity Zone. Russo Brothers said that, apparently. So, great. So, we could be seeing some Red Skull. I know they recast the Red Skull actor. He's no longer Vigo Mortensen. No, 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 no. They recast no, no. him as someone he, else. He was never Vigo. Yeah, he, was, he was. He was never, never Vigo. What was the, uh, oh, he was, you're saying? He's he a bad <laughs> guy from happened. Matrix and I can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. you have technology. I have technology, but so I'm looking up other things. They recast him. So that's great. I think that is a shot in the arm that they need in the MCU. Cause right now, you need a good, steady influx of villains, and the Red Skull is certainly has a lot of history, and especially now with the... I would love... If they really re-inject him into the MCU, he, as, as you know, was in the first Captain America film. If they have him, and you have Dr. Von Doom joining the MCU soon enough, that could be an interesting... What are you showing me? Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. What did I say? Hugo Mortensen? He- I can't do Vigo. That. Vigo. Come what are you on. Even saying now? Come on. I feel like you're trying to to summon the Vigo the uh Vigo the Impaler. The Impaler or Vigo the Cruel, the guy from the painting from Ghostbusters 2 into the room. Do not say his name again. <laughs> Weird where's the mirror? <laughs> so you got that going on. So yeah, you have Dr. Von Doom, Victor Von Doom, you have Red Skull potentially rejoining things. He's been kind of in his on his own maroon Excuse me, Sean. exile. Yeah, what's up? I want I want to make this I, I want to make this plea to everybody. Yes. Um, including us, is that with the advent of Red Skull, hopefully, you know, coming back, 
Captain America is going to work with I, Hydra. I know, I know. I know this is horrible, and I, I'm, I'm debating on how to say this because I want to make this very clear without sounding anti-Semitic. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay, the Nazis made for such amazing bad guys for films for over seventy to eighty years. Uh-huh. But we are slowly moving beyond the point where you know Nazis are no longer relevant or can no longer be you know sure be recounted. So we're going to need to find a new political bad guy that exists in the real world with equal malevolence. And yet, at the same time, I don't want to wish that upon the world. So I don't know how to reconcile those thoughts. But (laughs) anybody has some ideas, please send them my way. Uh, I mean... They could do what they did with Red Skull probably four or five years ago, where he definitely picked up on right wing politics. Like it, it was okay. It was, no, that it, that works. It, it was a lot less like not hail Hitler and a lot more be like we need to defend ourselves. Yeah, he hasn't been super Nazi in the comics in a while. Yeah, he yeah. he's been a lot more Republicany kind of like uh, string puller y. Like he he's still trying to kill Captain America. Yeah. Right. For no, some and, reason, and that's, and that's fair. I just, I, I feel like, I feel like Red Skull going in like as the Taliban doesn't work. It do, it doesn't have the same <laughs> on, gravitas. Jen. Exactly. <laughs> it, it just doesn't have the same gravitas to be like, ha ha! Well, I ran, I I run a militant band of terrorists. What I that. really want <sighs> is him to come out as a Nazi and then to see real Nazis and white supremacists get their faces like dyed red. So it's 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 nary a question of oh, where like they are and who they I are because like, like they can't get a job interview like that. I think no one's going to hire them with uh, Doctor Von Doom and with Red Skull re-entering the MCU. I think you do a villain draft where all the countries, all the evil countries in the world, get to draft these guys <gasps> for their. That country. would be amazing, you know. With uh, with the first overall pick, Russia takes. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin with their first pick. They would still take Putin. Right. They would take, still take well, Putin. I mean, Putin would still win in a landslide. It's, 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 it's a rigged election. It has yes, to happen. That's right. You know, that's, so let that's fair the game. Let all the evil countries draft these whatever evil character to America, their country. You're third. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> we will take. Uh, we, we, we all take uh, that Iron Man you got there. Yeah. He's pretty evil. Let's be honest here. He's got money, he makes weapons, and he has very little confidence in everything else. We're going to take MODOK. Ooh, that's, that's who you take? That's, that's terrible. That's the United terrible. States, with our selection, number three overall, takes MODOK. As, as I long, don't want to be part of As that. long as it's not the freeze-dried corpse of Disney, it's okay. <laughs> that's right. So that's what's been going on in the world of comics and uh, movies and things like that last since the last show. Since we last convened here at the Super Friend Palace of Friendship, we have been very busy, obviously, developing a palace. Yeah. Uh, any other thing, news bits? That, oh, the uh, Stan Lee oh, yeah. so will no longer be doing Stan things. Stan Lee, 95 years old. There's video of him, I think, I'm trying slapping to remember. A, a woman. God, no. It's been a rough year for Stanley. Yeah. He's uh, had he lost a, a case or something. Well, so he he was hit with sexual harassment oh, towards one of his caretakers. He was also worried about his bodyguard and about his actual like ownership of things and his money mm-hmm. moving to his like security guard, his personal security bodyguard, and his kids <laughs> his kids being worried about that. So that's two things. If his you forget third, to carry the one, suddenly it's terrible. <laughs> it it's goes terrible. to your security so guard. The third thing is that 
there's been a lot of talk about him throughout this whole process that Stanley is 95. Mm-hmm. This may have started when he was 94, but he's currently right now, he's 95 years old. There's talk about him not coming to uh, cons anymore to autograph because that that's the big thing. People want his name on their whatever comic because he is Stanley. Regardless yeah. of what he did in the past and how he screwed over other people, he's still the last living legend of Marvel. Yep, of that era, all the rest of them are dead for the most part. Yeah, pretty uh, much. So head over to eBay right now and see and try to well, so, hold, hold scoop on, up as much on. Stanley so, memorabilia as possible. I would like to say this is from CBR right. uh, online. Um, he's he's unable to sustain the same level of activity that he once did, and he is not scheduled for any public autograph signings. However, Desert Wind Comics has advertised a list of rates for his signatures on merchandise to be provided through the company's independent signature witnessing services. Yeah, it'll, it'll, um, we're going to get we're, him signing checks and but it's so weird comics because, until he dies. Well, it's, it, it's so weird because the thing is that like he's been going downhill. People have made comments on his signature not looking like his signature for quite some time. Well, I mean, he's 90, okay, 95. What But the problem is, though, is that, like, you still have this one company that's like, yeah. y- he's not going anywhere, but that one signature that cost you $200 last year is now going to cost you $700. Someone's, yeah, someone's making a little bit of money off. Someone has to. People have been, it seems like people have been taking advantage of Stanley in his old age. I mean, he's 95. He, yeah. He, what, Companies... What bodyguards when, when else are you supposed to be taking care or taking advantage of somebody when they're in their prime <laughs> and they can fight back That's no <laughs> i mean i i feel i do feel bad because it's one of those times where people just like parade him around i know and like put, they, they put him out on that chair and people take photos and he doesn't look like he's into it he looks like they shoved those big glasses on his face and he's either just doped up or asleep Maybe both. Maybe both. Maybe both. Stanley. Well, you know, to here's to ninety five more. Stan, let's just a hundred. What's that? One hundred ninety? What is wrong with you? (laughs) You know, it's just his ashes. You want You want a picture of Stanley with his ashes? I I would like sign an autograph. I think someone would be pushing for that. I would like it to be like the dean of Cambridge. I think it was Cambridge, where uh, in the seventeen hundreds. He had it in his will that he would be stuffed and taxidermied and then put over the main hall so that he could overlook the uh, the board of trustees. I think they probably the just time. one year and, after and after is Halloween. This real? <laughs> no, it's for real. Really I think, reals. I think at one year after Halloween, they Can just they um, they confused him with a lot of the Halloween. <laughs> they put him aside. and they put him in a box. <laughs> And they bring them out once a year now. They're like, oh, (laughs) there's someone who just like dusts them off and stuff like that. He comes out once a year. You know, that's fine. Yeah. It delights the children. But let's move on to our our new, hopefully reoccurring segment, Super Rumors, where we talk about our favorite, most intriguing rumor that we've learned of, whether it's intriguing or a terrible rumor or none of the above. It's just a rumor. Disqualifies as a rumor, or you can make something up right now. You could start a rumor if you got nothing. If nothing is has uh, has has tickled you as far as getting your 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 attention as far as a rumor to share, feel free to make one up. That is fine. I don't encourage that. This is a hard hitting news superhero comic book movie program. Hard hitting, you say? Hard hitting. 
just yeah, like twice Stan walking Lee, in here. Just after you stuff him up in a bear's costume, and you, you could just you could actually just put him in a mascots thing and just say, "Oh yeah, Stanley, he's uh, he's moonlighting as a Again, mascot." Again, I'm not a, a part of this. I'm not a minor part league of this. hockey team. That is Stanley. Trust us, it is Stanley in that gopher costume. Mascot gopher costume. <laughs> not a rumor. That is not a rumor. All right, rumor. Rumor one. Rumor one is Green Lantern Corpse. Yes. Okay, Adam, you're going to start it off. Oh, I, I was just shouting. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, you started it off now, Adam. That's your Tourette's. You just start shouting strange Green Lantern Corpse. Makes scream. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll st- do, 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 do no, I'll have at it. Okay. Uh, my most weird, interesting rumor that I've happened upon that may or may not be true, but that, I guess that constitutes a rumor, is that... That the X-Men Phoenix saga, the Dark Phoenix movie, and also the X-Force film, not X-Force, um, what's the I other say, one? There is an X-Force rumor. There is an X-Force rumor. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of that, uh, the group of uh, the X, X-Men children that, that they made, that they're in a spooky house? On that's who, a premise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, is it, what is it called? It's, it's it. one of the X-Films. F if I know. That they're being canceled. That they are just being canceled and scrapped and they are not going to make it to the screen this came out about two weeks <gasps> they ago. all died and then Wait, short isn't that all new mutants all yeah x mutants or yeah, yeah something all like new that. yeah all um new mutants or something yeah. i think that's right where it's in a that's been kind of in a weird kind of place as far as production it's didn't they make a trailer for if, that they did yes make a they did it's a low budget film it follows these new mutant characters in a spooky house and there's some entity inside the house and i guess the reactions have not been positive and went back to the drawing board. And now with the merger with Disney and Marvel, that's in a weird gray area. And if the it's not a good film, mutants. maybe it doesn't get released. And I'm hearing rumors that that might not see the light of day. And also the long produced, uh, the the movie that's been in production a while. And it, it would be the, the capping off of the over going on 20 years of X-Men Fox continuity, the dark Phoenix film is not going to be released either. And they've shot that. But since then, I actually did hear that they're going back for reshoots on the Dark Phoenix film. But it is weird now that they are still planning on releasing that one. So that is an intriguing rumor for me. Do you put them on a streaming service, these films? Because they are lame ducks. Those both are You have no reason. Like, if it's already three quarters done, you own the property. Do you release it in the theaters? I I think of like... You don't have to. You could release it on any platform. I think of like town and country where it was it was made and scrapped, mm-hmm. and then ten years later they they had a really slow summer and they released it. Sure, and, and they're like, yeah, let's do it because it was that, making zero. A, yeah, because put it in a bin and wait for like a down movie year. Exactly, because I mean, it's, either of these films, yeah, they already put money into it. They're, yeah. they're not losing anything by throwing mm-hmm. it out, you know, and saying, all right, let's do this. Yeah, maybe they should look down the line and say, oh, listen, we have Avengers four coming out this summer. The next one we might have a down year. There is a Star Wars film coming out that, you know what, next February, (laughs) let's just release this, or the February after that, these two X-Men films, these lame duck films, Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants film, and just release them. Yeah. I think that's very conceivable that neither film, I I don't know, it's just such a big, you have Jennifer Lawrence in it. I think, I think as... But they're lame duck properties now. Yeah, I think as movies that... hold no weight whatsoever would Mm -hmm. do great on hulu or netflix or whatever streaming service that they now can uh, that they now have property over i think that would be great this is like going to a funeral 
because this is the end. <laughs> it's just like going. You to had a, sad a lot funeral. of good times with this X Men continuity over at Fox. This is the last one. It's still in the same continuity, but you know it's over, and you have I mean, to say goodbye. Well, but you don't want to say goodbye because you want to move on. But no, think about it. Because <laughs> you, you you could not only release that streaming, you could yeah. also release a box set of that's right of the of all the movies. And be like, this is what you deserve, and throw it at fans. Because no one wants to go to that that movie. I see that's that would be smart business because all of a sudden they say, okay, here we're going to release all the Fox digital stuff, and if you buy the special commemorative, we'll throw in the Dark Phoenix. (laughs) Well, throw it in for your kids, and no other place can you get the Dark Phoenix except if you buy the three hundred dollar box set. Oh man, Mm. I wouldn't spend two dollars on that box set. Rumored, Adam. What's your rumor? Oh, this is not a. You you heard the the original ground rule. No, oh, I know, I know. You heard I, it. I hope it. I hope this is a rumor. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. That um, I, I shouldn't say it. I hope this isn't a rumor that uh, Millar will yes. be doing Nemesis. That has been like, something like that has been as a movie or as a what as a, as a movie okay. like because because they stopped doing the comics yeah and they're they. There's been talk that they were going to reboot the comics, but I know he's in the middle of other things. He's and so there's Millar world over at Netflix. Yeah. They built, they yeah. bought a lot of his stuff. So and I've, I've heard that for a while that Nemesis was on the table, but I have not heard that that's going to be in the first slate of films for Netflix. So, so okay, wait, does for that a while, mean, but does that, that mean I, that I Netflix hope. is going to produce these live action or just the comics? Yeah. I would think no live action. Oh, oh, okay. Because I know he's doing something like magic right now. Mm-hmm. And that that's solely coming yes. out of there. Um, I mean, I would I would I would the be magic happy. order. I'd be happy if they retooled Huck. Because Huck, did you read Huck? I don't know what Huck is Mr. Dwyer. So Huck is essentially if Superman um, was just oh, I don't. He he was much much simpler in his actions. Um, he he didn't fly anywhere. He stayed in his hometown, but right. he did a whole lot of good. And essentially, uh, <laughs> I'm picturing he knows that there is a villain in a town. He just flies up high and just like blows up the town and then just goes, no, 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 <laughs> problem no, solved. No, no. Simple action. Adam, did you read that, Huck? No, I did not. Okay, so it, again, he has all the powers of Superman, but he like goes and pays for all the food mm-hmm. at like a drive through. So he, so like the next seven people don't have to pay oh, for that's their nice. food. That's nice. That is a simple order. action. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of, it's a lot like that. And then like, mm turn out that his mom was impregnated and like she was a part of some weird superhero like like thing Mm. program by like the soviets or whatever ah the soviets as you do but i i think that'd be really good they have a they have a shot at getting the first overall pick this year in the villain draft soviets (laughs) it's true again vladimir putin (laughs) i mean vladimir putin i mean let's be honest here when when the world's when the world's in trouble, they don't go, hey, Russia, can you help us out? They usually go to the U.S. So I, I don't – it makes sense that Russia would grab the, the, the first overall pick. pick. The first yeah. overall pick. Yeah. Shady dealings. Um, no, I, I mean, I'd be interested to see if that's true, if they mm-hmm. actually adopt that as like as a comic to the, like a season two or even yeah. if they do that as a live action because that was – just brutal for the sake of brutal, like Nemesis bad. Ra- yeah, Nemesis was bad. It was. It I wasn't written it. very well. Yeah, it was. I, I over have the, the hardcover and all the worst trade areas. that they released. Yes, yeah. I could. I didn't get through it. I got. It's a very simple premise. It's yeah. neat. It's well drawn. Certainly, I. 
I've been hearing about that for a while, that they've been planning on making that. And this is the perfect platform, Netflix, just to have. It seems like a very simple property to, to, to shoot, basically. Although, I'm not sure how you're going to keep that white costume that Nemesis wears so clean the whole time. Okay, so here's here's the big deal, though. If they produced and made Wanted, why can't they produce and make Nemesis? Because Wanted was exact same right. scenario, terribly written, very cliche. A lot of fun, lo- awesomely fun? drawn. You call it fun? I call it fun. Again, I want to be the villain the world needs. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat myself, Sean. Because you're the one backing Nemesis. I get it. I get it now. Damn it. I get it now. It all makes sense. <laughs> Well, that all makes sense. We'll keep. Uh, we'll keep. Keep. I'm gonna keep my Google alerts rumors. for Nemesis, and, and anytime rumors. there's a new update, I'm gonna rumors. Very good. Very good. Sean Brennan. Uh, so Robert Kirkman, as we all know, um, pe- people just keep buying his stuff. They sure do. Whether it's uh, Walking Dead, which has fizzled out. I, I mean, after so, after so many times, people just will lose interest. Well, the comics are like. Oh, the comics are twenty years I'm, in. I'm talking about the shows. The I'm talking show. about the show. Yeah. I'm talking about the show. Um, and then they also have preacher. He because he has a hand in the preacher too. Mm-hmm. The TV or the comic books? The TV. Okay. The TV. Um. So what's happening is I don't know if did you ever did either of you ever read Invincible? Yes. Um. Apparently Amazon is going to make an animated version. I heard that of that sounds um, cool. Well, the thing is though is that where Nemesis is. Uh, gritty and bloody. This takes that to people being ripped in half in right. outer space. Like there are two page splashes of just blood and just fists through bodies. Um, this is probably to me, one of Kirkman's uh, weirdest things because in this invincible universe, you have, um, well, it looks like just your, your run of the mill standard superhero book. It, 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 it does. It, it definitely looks like that, but it's the also, packaging is like that. Yeah. The, the packaging is like great. It's like Superman, right. not Superman, Spider-Man, um, sure. like teen gets powers, but it deals a lot more with infighting. It deals a lot more with mustaches, great mustaches, Oh, great mustaches. So many great mustaches, yes. which is what's really missing in this world. You got beards. I get it. You got yeah. chin straps. I get it. No mustaches is a problem. Hashtag bring back the stash. Hashtag bring back the stash. I think Tom Selleck should be in this movie. Uh, in this, I'm in, not a part of this narrative. <laughs> I think Tom Adam Selleck just came voice. downstairs <laughs> with another cup of tea and his Disney mug. Um, but no, I think it's going to be very interesting. With his mustache comb. Yeah. Well, th- th- there's a whole lot of um, talk about lineage yeah. and passing on the torch and who is going to who who's going to continue your legacy. It's a lot of there's a lot of legacy talking to it. That sounds great. I and would it, love them to make that. Now love you know what not to get too distracted, but I do often. Do it. With Japanese anime. Yeah. Squirrel. The only type <laughs> the only type of anime that's <laughs> not a quarter. When they adapt manga, manga yeah. even, the correct pronunciation, because I love Japanese culture and I'm over there Symbiote. Symbiote. <laughs> However you want to pronounce things. We leave it up to you, the listener. They do such an Granted, they have like sweatshops of these animation studios. Oh, totally. Where they're able to faithfully reproduce how it, the exact look and feel of the manga itself into yeah. the anime. Yeah. This is something that they do not do in in the United States as far no, as Western. They, 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 they don't they, do it well. You take a look at comics and then the 
animation studio who gets it. Like, yeah, you know, we have our animation style. We do. We're we'll take we'll take like notes from that as far as like character design. But yeah. we're doing our our own like animation style, how our characters look. I would love to see a comic that is drawn that looks like okay. the artwork from the comic. No, no, and that's true. But here's a good thing about Invincible. Invincible has a very streamlined. I would very love to see a Vin- basic a Vincible, design. Um, cartoon look like the, the invincible yeah yeah like it, it again comic. it's it's very streamlined it's yeah. very kid-friendly in the sense that it has a lot of colors again the overall tone and scope of it is very dark mm-hmm. and very character centered but in this invincible universe you also have several other characters that go on that kirkman has also written so not only could you have invincible go through its entire series but you could also and with these other characters, follow them because you have a whole government agency. Uh, spoilers, whatever. You have a whole government agency for people that has branched off to do its own series. So you, if Invincible does well, you could just keep on printing those. You checks. could continue to, yeah, you could continue to make these other side stories. I'm just afraid that they're just gonna because this is what they do in the in America. They just go to an animation studio, like, hey. We have something we want to make. And they're like, you know what? We're going to do it the way we do it. We're going to go to, it's like going to McDonald's. Like, hey, we'd like a burger. Can you do it like a kind of a cool way? Like a new yeah. way? Like, you know, we have a way of making burgers. You're going to sit down and eat this well, burger we're going to make th- it right now. Well, I think this and is going to look exactly like all the other burgers we make. Well, so this is going to be really good, I think, because I so. I there so. is so much Walking Dead stuff that Kirkman's other properties get left behind. And mm-hmm. they um, did a few actual toys for Invincible that had really low articulation but good design mm-hmm. so hopefully this will spark the, the, a new line of toys again this could spark be, yeah. again because it has that very su- that very streamlined superhero look that you can make a whole bunch of toys you can make other games you could do kind of whatever you want for the normal sort of like marvel dc whatever and make that with this and that way you can open up this property again and open up more image stories like if this goes well, they could do a saga story. Sure. Like a, <gasps> a saga yeah. animation. Oh, could you imagine? Right? That'd be amazing. Right? Could you imagine? HBO picks it up. I know. Or Amazon just does it straight out where it's yeah. like this weird sort of painted art style and they just find a great voice cast and do it well. That's right. I think uh, that is a, a tree that is ripe for the picking. Right. All Rumors. of these independent series, these long running independent series like Saga, like You're Invincible. You have all these streaming services that are looking for just content that yeah. people are going to, you know, are going to be interested in. Yeah, I yeah, think that's an excellent Amazon idea. has the budget. That's it's right. Not as oh, if they the, sure do. It's not as if they didn't win Emmys last yeah, year. That's right. So I rumor yeah, rumors. So, rumors. <laughs> to the Hobby Lobby, uh, we got to make this quick because we because the rumor uh, super rumors went very well, went very long. So that's great. Very, very successful. Let me just ask really quick, my, my contribution to the Hobby Lobby, I've been catching up with my comics recently, yeah. going through my the comics I haven't read and throwing out ones I'm never going to read and just what? coming to terms. That it's, just, it, it's, it's the smart thing to it's do. It's the pruning. It's just I'm no. never going to catch yeah, no. up with, you the, have to prune. You with have the ongoing to prune. Star Wars monthly book. I just skipped ahead to, episode, to issue 50, and I'm just going to try to continue. I don't, I don't groom down there. I don't groom my books. <laughs> As simple as that. <laughs> I don't groom. A man who sticks to his convictions and his, his mustache comb. You, you groom that way. You do groom. True story. Yeah. The mustache. Yeah. Uh, and, and, the, and the rest of the beard. Although I would like, as a person who doesn't know you, maybe who's listening to the show, I'd like people to just visualize you as a man with a mustache. I'm, I'm naked and I have, uh, I use earwax in order to That's make right. handlebars on my mustache. That's true. If you're visualizing Adam Patrick right now, that is, that is, that is to a T. 
I finally caught up with. I finished um, White Knight, which is the that, yeah that was and yeah. that was very very anyone who Kyle Higgins or Brian Sean Murphy Sean Murphy. <laughs> All of my, all of my, you uh, did my this Irish last brethren. Time too. All of my Irish brethren. <laughs> Potato McFace. My Higgins, my Murphys, my Dwyers. Um, great, great series. But I finally uh, caught up with uh, Batman, Tom King's Batman, and okay. I read issue 50, yeah, which how, was the long awaited, eagerly anticipated wedding how'd issue. How'd you feel about that? Did you guys read about what happened in issue 50 of Batman? I did. Adam, Can are I you aware it? of what happened? I am. Okay. Really disappointing. It, it, they left it very confusingly written at the end, where I had to go back and reread the last couple of pages. Yeah, like, wait, they what can't, happened? They can't do it. They can't do it, man. So, Bat- Catwoman stood Batman up, and it goes through the the whole entirety of the the book where they're writing each other letters. And yeah, it keeps on going back. No, and it's, forth it's between one the two long letter. It's to one each long other. letter. Well, yeah. they they go back. It's the two different letters. Yeah. that they give each other. Exactly, and. Catwoman decides to stand Bruce up, and it's revealed at the end. Whoa, whoa! That Bruce, the, Bruce Wayne can't do it either. He can't. He can't. No, he shows up with Alfred and and the uh, the priest. Yeah, but di- put to a different place, as far as I remember, right? No, no, yeah, he showed up. Place? He showed up where they were supposed to go. Oh, whatever. I, I I I read the synopsis. You guys I'll need to go back and reread. That's why I, I reread I, the last couple of pages. It's okay. It's okay. I like. Well, yeah, I'm she, fine with it. I don't really care anymore. To, I think. It's anyways. It's she. Bruce shows up with Alfred and there were some really great touching moments yeah. when he's like, you know what, Alfred, I want you to be my man. witness, my best man. Yeah. He, I guess he calls him a witness, but he really means the best man. And there've been a lot of side characters vying for that role. And he gives to Alfred, of course he's like, cause Alfred, you've been here since the beginning. And I'm like, you know what? That's really, really nice. But Catwoman ends up standing him up anyways. So what the hell? And they reveal at the end that this is all part of Bane and some other villains' plan. He's like, oh, this this happened because we wanted it to happen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, oh, on, I mean, honestly, I like I I'm more in it for the the covers because that's the yeah. kind of shallow person I am. Oh, it's great artwork. It's great covers. And now, not to give anything away, issue fifty one, the one that follows, of course, the big. 50 issue wedding issue and i guess this is tom king has said this is part of a 100 issue saga storyline this catwoman batman wedding thing sure so this is part of a 100 issue arc 49 so we got more issue issue one bruce wayne is on jury duty yeah so he's just yeah that that (laughs) sounds amazing life he's living his life so that's cool um that's what i've been i've just been trying to catch up how cool is that so i was disappointed by issue 50 but, you know, this is part of a longer arc, and I did enjoy issue 51 because Bruce Wayne is just being a dick on jury duty. So, he tore apart that bathroom. He did. But he, probably, <laughs> he, did. He, he probably paid for that courehouse, so he I just, know, like, that's right. he just throws a check that's down right. and walks out. Adam, what is the, what side of the Hobby Lobby have you been keeping the clean? Hobby Lobby. Side of that. What side of it? <laughs> You've been, you have your All section right. of the Hobby Lobby. Yeah. No, that, where you make, I have a third. You have a third. Dwyer has an eighth. I restock my side. I, I, no, I understand. I, if you go down the long corridor, that leads to my <laughs> that leads to my back room. Yes, um, not door back back room. <laughs> back uh, room. Yes. Okay, not just to a door that doesn't open. <laughs> the story of my There's heart. A room behind that door. So I, I've been reading Lazarus by Greg Rucka. Um, fantastic sci-fi series mm-hmm. about dystopia. And I'm waiting for the next in the series because right now they did um, volume one through five on the trades. And I, I don't really like buying the individual comics because they, they don't – they haven't been coming out as 
Regularly? Regularly, as they should. Yes. Um, so right now, the last trade was X-66, which was sort of like the um, a, a backstory to the lead up to the dystopia that we currently find our um, that we currently find our heroes in. And so I've been I've been reading soul music by uh, why well, can't I think of his name now. I did Hogfather. Terry Pratchett. There yes. we go. Soul, Soul Music by Terry Pratchett, Waiting for Lazarus, Volume 6, to come out. Where does Soul Music take place? When was that written? Was that, uh, a long, that, was that written a long time ago? Yeah, it was written about, I think, 20 years ago. It's part it's, of the Discworld. Yeah, the Discworld series. So, yeah. so, right, so Death is going to join a band. Oh, that's okay, his, so it's part of the, it follows the Death. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So okay. his his daughter his daughter has to take over his duties for a bit while he goes on oh, a. Okay. Um, she she's in school and he he goes on a trip for a band. I, that's that's as far oh, as I am. She's she needs to that's be taken enough. out of school. That's good and, enough. And he he needs to. I'm like this. this what is a awesome. treasure Tra- Terry Pratchett was to the world. But he really he created this whole universe of books where the characters go off on their own things and it's this intertwined interconnected right. universe uh and now we just if, if death is real i wish death to be just like that yes. oh i oh man i hope so that's just really like I, yeah it, this could be terrible um mm, go <laughs> get i got things to do come on i'm still slowly making my way through the Discworld series i still have the uh following oh god it's been such a long time what's the name of the wizard the main wizard Oh, Rincewind. Rince, yeah, Rincewind. I'm still making my... I'm like in book three or four of How his... How is there not a board okay. game chronologically. based on this? Oh, there's like three. There are like three. Are there three board yeah. games? There's one where you control the clacks. I actually just saw this yesterday. Uh, there are three different uh, board games. There's one where you control the clacks uh, following the events of uh, that's based on going postal. Yep. So you're trying to become the best clacker. Uh, it's a way of them passing messages in the society. It's, it's, the, it's the internet meets... Yes. Um, smoke signals or yeah. something or yeah. how have i not heard of these board and there's games two yet. other ones that escape me. i'm gonna have to play them yep there are like three or four uh that exist yeah, I'm sure you can, actually they're having a really big the reason i know about this is because they're having like a 40 percent off discount on amazon on board games That's what? The I, I came across this uh, adam thank you for sharing that it's what i do Sean brennan uh are you keeping your section clean yeah i mean i'm it's clean enough you can walk through you it can dad walk through it <laughs> I uh, I, I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna have to talk to the franchising board <laughs> <laughs> whatever man um i've recently i started to watch season three of attack on titan oh super okay. excited about Did that you, live I, action no god oh, that is you coming. stop that is, ha- that, that is coming or didn't didn't did they release the live action film yet or is that still i i, I think it's either still in, the in production or it's been released in japan I considered going out and seeing the compilation movie that they put out that took all the events of season two and just put it together because I only made my way through like halfway of season two and I'm just like it's so good though I'm a little so good I got to like a a, a part of it where I just got a little bored well okay so here's the thing about (laughs) Attack on Titan I love I love season one and two's like I don't know I just got a little bored so it it it, it, season three is great what I love about Attack on Titan is that it's one of those animes mm-hmm. that is based on manga where there's a lot of speed and a lot of action yes. going on, and it makes it it makes that jump and correlates the speed and the action accurately. Because mm-hmm. I can't stand it like the X Men cartoons. Remember the the nineties X Men cartoons? When the, when they, yeah, yeah. Where they're like running they're, and they're going somewhere, but it takes like two episodes to get there, and they don't seem like they're actually moving and running through a forest. You think that Wolverine sandbagging it? 
I, I think everyone's sandbagging yeah. on that animation squad. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, like, in season three, you definitely feel everything is going at the pace mm-hmm. it should be. Everything feels rushed. The second episode, there's a whole, like, chase scene, and it was fantabulous. So you recommend... So let me ask you a question. Yeah. So I know that they have put out the season two compilation movie where they, they condense all the events. Yeah. It's a one thing. Is that available for work? Where, where can I watch that? Is that, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it on any site. I use Hulu for, uh, yeah. the seasons. Um, usually those, it, should I continue? So I should continue season, my adventure through season two. I mean, if you're bored with it, I'm not going to say continue to do it. It's not it's something just, that you should force yourself. It's into. just one of those shows. You can't just leave it on in the back. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't do it because I needed to, you need, uh, to pay, you need to pay attention. Exactly. That is the problem. I need to pay attention. I can't do that because I have too much going on. I yet. mean, I just don't I mean, the plot points. Uh, don't spoil it. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Don't spoil it. Um, also, <laughs> so I've been watching that. And also I saw the first two episodes of Venture Brothers season seven. <gasps> yeah, I know. Right. I saw like both those seasons. on YouTube. I'm like three seasons uh, behind. I never came back after that big long break. That it happens. I, I mean, you'll enjoy it because both episodes apparently aired the day before they were supposed to air on Adult Swim oh, on wow. the streaming site. Oh, really? And I found a play. I was on YouTube just scrolling on my phone, and they're like, "Season seven, episode one." And I'm like, "This might be a virus, but I'm gonna take it." <laughs> and it was the full two episodes. You took the parasite. I took wow of the full two first episodes, and you know what? Still love it. Still great. You knew what the side effects could be of of taking on yeah. a virus. Yeah. Uh, my pants were tightening because I saw Brock again. And I'm like, oh, finally. Good stuff. I need to catch up with it. Well, gentlemen, I think we've kept our sections of our Hobby Lobby IE at the end. (laughs) Very tidy. (laughs) Uh, Thank you once again, gentlemen, for uh, reconvening here at the Palace of Friendship and and love and uh, and well-keptness. Generally, we're still writing the sign uh, out out front so people can find their way in. Yeah. And then we will tell them to turn around because we don't want visitors. No, no. We... I shoot them out with my broom. Indeed. So I've been Sean Dwyer at SeanDwyer.com. So you can find me on Twitter at New Super Podcasts, where you can find the podcast if you want to follow some of the stuff that we do on Twitter, which is not a lot, but it's occasionally we let you know what episodes are up. We do things. We do things We are people who live interesting and lives. Find us, uh, leave comments. You know, if you, you're listening to the show, we assume you've already found us so yeah. did the idea of continuing to ask you to find us uh, leave reviews and comments interact with us if you have questions yeah. comments please uh don't hesitate to ask them at sean sand sugar yeah on uh, twitter soon we're going to show another segment of the super friend super show it's a it's a it, it, it's an it's a accompaniment it's a yeah. guide a side guide for super friend super bread yes uh, adam patterson is your <laughs> is your super chef he will walk you Baker. through the process no, 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 Baker. No, no, you're a chef, because because you wear many hats. This is your That's chef. True. It's true. It, you wear many hats, so you know you're super chef and super baker. Uh, he takes you through the process of making homemade English muffins and you guys some do jams. A ratatouille, where Sean Brennan does he wears like a blindfold over his over his eyes, and Adam Patterson jumps on his shoulders and does like a piggyback thing and pulls on his hair to get you to to bake the bread. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah, we <laughs> true story. we've been working on it. The YouTube um, series we're putting together. Yeah. Super friend, super Adam. bread. That's right. Super friend, super bread. <laughs> I love it. And Adam R. Patterson. At Adam R. Patterson. Adam R. Yes, on Twitter. Adam. Which I, I don't think I've posted in like three years. Yeah. But yeah, it's close enough. You know, it, 
Twitter, you know what? Stay away. Twitter is is ruining you lives and careers. You should clean that before I you know. start doing anything else. I really else. should. Before you're doing any future work. <laughs> oh, for, God. For you should just delete it. Just delete it and start. I, no one would blame you. I think I, I think I think I have two posts on there. One is yeah. like when I was living in New York City. And it was like, I like beer. And then the other one, and then, and then I found out I was allergic. And then... <laughs> And then the other one was like, hi, welcome to Twitter. You know, and that was that was the extent of my life on, online. It's as much as I think people need to interact with Twitter. Yeah. And Just I think say hi to it and occasionally let it know when you have found a new beverage. You yeah. your, your adult tongue has grown accustomed. Somehow to. I've survived not being on Twitter or Facebook for the last couple of years. I don't really interact with it. I I go through my feed, but I don't I'm not, you know, I, I'm not special. But I don't feel the need with social media to engage with it, to write things, to share my experience. I yeah. see what everyone else is doing, and I, I enjoy that. But to actually add to it. Yeah, my, my stage is reserved for myself. Yes, that's right. That's it. You have your own social media platform that you have mm-hmm. on a, um, like, the blackboard-like paint mm-hmm. that you just you just scroll on your wall. Yeah. And that's your version that's True the room story. that you go into and you close the door and you don't let people in because you write some nasty dark. things. I yes. do, I do. Nasty things. Nasty things. Sean Dwyer, Adam Patterson, and Sean Brennan, thanking you for finding us. Join us again for issue 171 next time where we continue our journey getting to the core of why people like comics and superheroes. We still have yet to find the answer. Maybe next time. It's buried, it's buried down there. It's That's deep. Right. A lot of questions still left to answer issue 171 thank you folks final words thoughts everyone pay attention to your dogs uh yeah <laughs> that is a thought adam uh, sean concurs <laughs> pay attention gonna, to your dogs i was gonna say saga is uh, taking a break but you know what <laughs> <laughs>